any I see they're getting bored or something, but Hey 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 man Welcome to the motherfucker podcast Yeah Hey Man Welcome Happy y'all here I'm happy y'all here Yo 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 Yeah Nah Blanca Hey man Hey man Hey man Hey Podcast with host Justin Bless. Welcome to the podcast with host Justin Bless. Welcome to the podcast with host Justin Bless. 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 Yeah. Coming heavy like two double D's. Yeah. When you place your bet, put it on me. 23 jumping from the free throw line. Yeah. And we all about them dollar signs. <laughs> Yo, hey man, that was a couple bars for y'all, man. I don't normally do that, bruh, but like I feel like I'll switch up the intro just a little bit. Welcome, man. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hey man, I was off the top too, bro. But I appreciate y'all for tuned in and lending me your ear for this podcast man a round of applause for y'all man because that's is dope i appreciate y'all man i'm so thankful so thankful so thankful to be alive today to be able to see feel hear taste smell man it's a blessing and if you have all five senses it's a blessing as well man because waking up just waking up, period, man. You winning in life. Like, you really, truly are. And don't take it for granted and just be thankful, man. Gratitude's a high level, a high level frequency that just is like a magnet that just adds more to your life. So definitely be grateful and thankful, man. Like, today, right? Today, I was at, my day was, like, kind of boring, like, I was definitely grateful to wake up, definitely. But, you know, walking through my day today, going to work and other things, like I was just like, man, just boring, kind of not feeling it, just going through the motions a bit. And I was like, man, maybe I need to go to the gym. So I was like, rather than just take a nap or watch TV or something like that, I was like, yo, let me drive and go be active. So I went. So I went to the gym to go be active. Man, I wasn't feeling at the gym. In the gym, that's like my safe haven, man. That's like my happy place. That's like my stress reliever place. That's my therapist clinic. You know what I mean? Like that stuff always gets my mind right. But for today, man, it just wasn't hitting my body was just out of whack. I thought I was hungry, but I really wasn't that hungry. And my muscles were getting more fatigued than regularly. Like, it was getting way more fatigued earlier than what I'm normally used to. So I was like, bro, something's off. And then a little bit, I felt a little bit dizzy, too. I was like, bro, like, what the hell? I don't know if it's because I didn't drink enough water today or something like that, but, 
man, who knows? I had a little light workout, 30 minutes and just bounced really. It was like 35, 40 minutes and just left. Like I couldn't even, couldn't get jiggy with it, man. You feel me? But I'm thankful I went and I'm happy I went because at the end of the day, when you leave the gym, you don't ever leave it like you regret going. It's always like you're thankful and you're happy that you went, even though you might not feel it like personally, because like I wasn't feeling it, but it's not like I didn't want to go to the gym or anything like that. Right. So with me leaving the gym, like I felt kind of good that I actually did something productive and then just watch TV and fall asleep or something like that. At least I was productive. So if you guys are having a day like that, man, um, hopefully you guys can you know i mean shake through it and hopefully this podcast does something to help you out through that day if you're listening right now and you're not feeling it a little bit about your day could be your week could be your month or whatever the case might be so man more life more prayers more good vibes high frequency towards all those people all around the world and especially y'all listeners that's listening to this podcast i appreciate y'all again i know i say it a lot but the thing is man i don't ever want to take any one of y'all for granted and not um show my gratitude towards you guys because without y'all i would not be making any of this you know because i could just be talking to myself but i'm not talking to y'all and i greatly appreciate that But yeah, but today, man, today I was actually scrolling through Instagram and I actually want to share something with you guys. It was kind of had it relates to this, not 100 percent what I was just saying, but kind of. And maybe this was why my day kind of just offset and just like went wild and all over the place, man. So I was scrolling through Instagram and make sure y'all follow me, man. It's at Justin Bless underscore again that's at justin bless underscore yeah so yeah so let me open this up real quick so i was scrolling through instagram and i went across this page it's called black media page y'all can follow them they have a lot of black stuff on there just keeping up with the with the culture you know keeping up with us as myself and also, you know, other racial backgrounds can keep up with, um, you know, I mean, us as well. So, you know, I mean, it's all welcome, good vibes. It's not nothing's like segregation around here, man. The Justin Blessed podcast welcomes them all. You guys are all welcome. And I'm grateful for every single one of y'all, no matter what background you're from. But yeah, so I seen this post, right? And this post says right here, black male suicides rising faster than any other racial group i seen that and i was like what that's wild so i tapped in right went on the thing opened it up and i was and i was read i was seeing the caption <clears throat> i'm gonna read this to y'all right reading it with the mic right in front of me is kind of hard you feel me but we're gonna try our best though this is how it goes man while rates of suicide and anxiety has written <clears throat> my bad Let's start all over because that shit was right. You feel me? All right. Man, I need some water, bro. I need some water. 
tongue twisting like a mug, but here we go right here. You know, like, that's how y'all know, like, I'm authentic and I'm real with it. I could easily cut that out, but I'm not. You feel me? Because it's not about being perfect, man. It's about being you. That's what it's about. So let's get it, man. All right. While rates of suicide and, and <clears throat> while rates of suicide and anxiety have risen sharply during the pandemic, a recent study from the journal JAMA finds the suicide attempt have been risen as a alarming rate long before COVID-19. The study found that black males had the highest increase in suicide attempts compared to any other racial groups. For example, it has increased nearly 80%. Bruh, that's wild, yo. Like 80%, bro? Like, that's like, bruh, you feel me? Like, let's say, like, gas is like, we're getting you something else. Like, let's say, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll go with like some type of food, you feel me? What's some food that be hitting for everybody? Man, hey, bro, canes, canes we go crazy. Let's say canes, you feel me? That joint <laughs> canes chicken, bro. Let's say the chicken was like 20 cents, bro. That joint jumped up 80 cents, bro. So it's like a whole dollar now just for that chicken strip. Like, nigga, what? Yo, ridiculous, you feel me? And uh Shoot, we gonna continue. I'm just giving that example. That's just crazy. Eighty percent, like a ten percent, is pretty wild at that because you got to think about the population of males, right, in the world. Like the the larger that the number is, the smaller the percentage is, and that affects like the the number of the the total. You feel me? So like, I always looked at it like a test, right, in a way that. If you have a hundred question test and you miss two questions, bro, you still straight. You still got an A. The thing is, but if it was like a 10 question test and you miss two of them joints, bro, you're already down to 80%. You feel what I'm saying? So that's how I looked at it. So the population of black males. And I believe this is just the studies in the United States. So the population of black males in the United States has to be well in the millions. And for it to increase by 80 percent, that means, bro, like there had to be like a million suicides minimum of black males, bro. It's at attempts. So I don't know, like 100 percent, like, you know, they fully committed it. Or just attempted it. I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all this this one story, right? This is like pretty wild. So, like, my mom, she's a nurse and she works at the hospital, and she works overnight. There's this one dude. This is a suicide story, <clears throat> suicide attempt story. There's this one dude that he was gonna commit suicide. So he put a gun inside his mouth but the thing is he tilt his head back so like not the gun just straight in his mouth he put the gun like to the top of his mouth but in his mouth to the top of his mouth right but he tilt his head back so when he shot the gun the bullet just went straight it just went went straight out of his um like on top of his teeth you feel me 
and like his nose and everything like that just blew up. Like, bro, you can't die like that unless you like lose hella blood. But because he he did that, man, his whole he just blew his whole face off. So he had to get rushed to the hospital. My mom seen it and everything like that. And she told me that I was like, dang, that is wild. It's like now it's like, you know what I mean? Not to be mean or rude, but now it's like, damn, my bro, like whatever that was going on in your life to make you even do that. Now you have kind of have another problem on your plate, which is your whole face is gone, bro. But you still alive. It's like, damn, can't look myself in the mirror type of thing. Right. Oh, man, I hope buddy's straight. You could because that was wild. All right, shoot back to this. Right. All right. <clears throat> Here you go. All right. The study. The study author said that young black men, so I guess this is a real targeting to young black men, which is myself, face financial hardship among with stressors and may have untreated mental health needs. Whew. Man, like financially, said financial hardships, right? Yeah, financial hardships, bro. Like money is like, Definitely the number one thing that could that controls us. I'm saying us like all together. Some people can say they don't care about money or this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. You have to care because you can't buy food without money. You can't travel, put gas in your car, have lights on, whatever the case might be, bro. Like you need bread. So bread's an important thing. It's a necessity. Like you need this thing, bro. It's essential. It's like there's them essential workers, bro, during COVID, bro. It's like that. Like you need it, man. So when people say that, I don't understand. To me, I just feel like they're just hiding something. Maybe you don't care as much as other people that you might see in your life or on TV or on social media or whatever. But don't try to brush it off like it's nothing, bro, because that stuff is serious. And that's definitely, I already knew that was number one with um with suicides, man. Like, not being able to feed yourself or feed your family or put a roof over your head and all that stuff, man. That stuff is tough because being broke... Like not having the bread, man, that can cause a lot of problems, bro. Let me let me give y'all a little example. All right, let's say you got a car, right? You got a bucket. And you're going to work. Engine blowout. You feel me? Fire going everywhere. You gotta run out that mug like John Claude Van Damme, just You feel me when this shit blow up behind you and whatnot. Bruh, that is a real serious problem, my guy. Serious problem, bro. Because that stops everything, especially if you're, let's say your job was 45 minutes away. Bruh, 30 minutes away. Bruh, how you gonna get there, bro? Especially, let's say, like, it's somewhere like, I don't know where everybody is at, but in Phoenix... Arizona, man, the bus don't go everywhere. Well, it's more than just Phoenix. The bus goes everywhere in Phoenix. But, like, we have other outskirts cities like Mesa, Glendale, Peoria, Surprise, 
Buckeye, Tolleson, Avondale. You got these other cities, especially the ones that are like kind of newly developed, like Buckeye. It's growing fast, but don't have a bus station out there. So it's like, let's say you lived in Buckeye, but you worked in Phoenix. Like, bro, how are you going to get there every single day, five days a week? You know, that, that can cause some extra stress right there, the car. You got to get a new car, which you need more money. You got to find a way to even get to work so you can get the money. And then you got other bills on top of that. So your 45-minute way to work can easily be changed to a couple hours, real talk. Especially if you ain't got nobody to give you a ride or nothing like that. That's going that direction. You can't hop on the bus like, let's say you have kids and stuff like that, bro. That's extra, man. <sighs> bro. Man, and sometimes those things come at like the wrong time. Like, really the wrong time. You could have went through it with your, with your spouse or something like that. And that joint happened. Man, that's going to that's gonna have you going everywhere, bro. Like mind going all over the place you know like it's very hard to calm your mind down because the money runs the world so when you don't got that that's just you know what i mean that's just cause a lot of problems so like i i really feel this this article that's saying this like i really believe that stuff is facts i know that's number one because money is another is the number one thing that caused um marriages to end and fall for a divorce and stuff like that. Another thing as well, like when friends move in with each other and like their roommates or whatever, money can tear that shit apart. The family too, same thing. So I highly advise people to get their financial Finances, I about to say financial, but that's the wrong word. <laughs> Get your finances in order. And just plan, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say like, don't plan for a rainy day. Like, don't plan for days like this, but have something in the tuck for days like that. But. It will be best for you to invest something into something that just got you that that passive income always coming in every month, you know, or create your own business and have that joint coming in like crazy. Whatever it is, man, just try to get your finances in order. And I believe you guys, I know you guys can do it for real. It says, among other stressors, man, I think the other stressors could be a spouse, bro. Because especially like with men like us, well, I ain't going to say like all of us, but from what I know of certain men, they go hard for their the person that they love, the person that they truly like a lot. And when it don't work or it's not working or that person don't love us back or like us back or anything, man, I take a toll on our mental health. 
because we just tie it to we're not good enough or something like that. I know for myself, it'll be tied to like, damn, I'm not good enough type of thing. Now I'm going to try to go harder. If that don't work, damn, it take an even harder toll on my mental health. If I bounce back, I'm going to go even harder than that. If that don't work, then it's like, that take a triple times harder on my mental health. You feel where I'm going? You see where I'm going? To the point it's just like, bro, like, I give up because you invested so much into someone else's life that you forget about your your own life. And then your life feels worthless because you're not able to do this one thing that you might have had before for the most part. Like I don't think anybody, I might be wrong, anybody commit suicide off of a significant other that they never had or dealt with on a serious level. There's one dude that I know, and he did that. He, um, I didn't know him that well, but he was trying to get back with his baby mama. And when you see the dude, man, he was like the most outspoken, like, just turned up. Like, he didn't really give a care in the world or something like that. And I'm not going to say his name just off of respect, you feel me? And he had kids with the woman, I believe. And I know he was trying hard, trying hard, and trying hard. The girl just wasn't giving him the time of day. I don't know what the story is, like, why it didn't work out or whatever. I know Buddy was trying hard as hell. So he parks in front of her house and like calls her or whatever. You know, basically saying like on some crying on the phone, last call for help type of thing. And just, you know what I mean, blew his head off right in front of her house. And I believe the kids saw it too. Like in his car right in front of the house, man. She was sad. She was crazy, bro. Like another joint that I know of too. We grew up together. I can say his name because, like, you know what I mean? That was really someone, like, close to me. Like, we ate McDonald's together. You feel me? Only had $2. You, you feel what I'm saying? Shared a hot and spicy and stuff like that. And he was really close with the with everybody that, with our group in high school, even out, out of high school, too. Man, so, you know what I mean? Rest in paradise, Travis. Travi B. That was my man's. I don't know his full story either, but I can I can I'm gonna walk y'all through the last time that I seen him. It's it's wild. So 
I had dreads where like I kind of I did have dreads, but my dreads weren't that as long as they once were. My dreads were probably like two, three years in or something like that. And he was growing out his hair and he made it seem like, you know, but he wanted some dreads and stuff like that. Cause we kept asking like, yo, like what you going to do with your hair, bro? Like your hair going wild or whatever. He's like, I don't know, man. I might get dreaded, nigga. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I might get braids, nigga. Like, I don't know. And he just really wasn't saying nothing. But that was a sign. But didn't see the sign. Because we don't think like that. You feel me? Like, that's not our first initial thought that somebody might be going through it mentally in a serious way. But anyways, back to the story. So I'm about to go get my hair done one day. I'm like, oh, man, that nigga Travis said that he wanted to get his hair done. Think about dreads. So if I just pull up on him and I take him over there, maybe he's going to get it done. So I pull up over there, right? Knock on the door, whatever. His mom opens the door. I was like, yo, is Travis here? She's like, yeah, went to go get him. Took a minute, too. Like, I was like, dang, what's taking this nigga so long? Nigga finally comes out. Man, when I tell you this nigga did not look normal. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't look like himself. He really didn't. Like, it was probably like 3 p.m. or something like that. Like, something. It wasn't nothing early. You know what I mean? It's not like the nigga was tired or something. Like, nah. And, like, he smelled like he ain't take a shower in a while. And I'm like, bruh, what the hell? So, anyways, I basically say, yo, bro, I must. But me, I didn't, you know, I'm just like, bro, this thing ain't shower. You feel me? It's not no, like, sign or anything like that. So, I was like, bro, I must go get my hair done, bro. Like, you trying to roll? And he was like, nah, nah, man, I'm good. I was like, bro, you sure? Like, you said you want to get your hair done, blah, 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 whoop whoop He was like, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm like, well, shoot. All right, then my nigga will shoot. And I'll catch you later, bro. If you're going to be at the nigga's cribs and everything like that, I'll catch you. He was like, yeah, I'll see you over there. I was like, all right, then my nigga, I'll catch you later. And that was basically it. Last conversation I had with the nigga. Went to go get my hair done and everything like that. And this had to be like probably like a Thursday or so. Yeah, this probably had to be like a Thursday. Because... He committed suicide on like Friday. I mean, not Friday. My bad. Sunday. Yeah, because it was Super Bowl. It was when the in the Super Bowl was here in Phoenix. It was the damn what's some niggas called the Patriots and the Giants. That's when the Giants did the that big upset. It was that day, and I remember I was at church. And my nigga Karis hit me Like he called me And I was like yo I'm at church But I can't pick this up right now You know what I mean Didn't pick it up Call me again Didn't pick it up But there's just this unknown rule that's written It just is what it is If a nigga call you back to back Like literally back to back It's something important You feel me but I still didn't pick up. I'm like, yo, straight nigga, call me again. I'm like, yo, something, something's up, right? So I leave church. 
Called this nigga back. He's like, bro, you hear the news? I was like, nah, what news? He's like, Travis killed himself. I'm like, nigga, what? He's like, yeah, bro, Travis killed himself. Instantly, bro, dropped to my knees. Outside in the dirt. Drop a couple tears. I'm like, bro, what do you mean? You feel me? My, I'm going freaking bananas not even knowing what the hell is to think what to say he's like man i don't know i was like why he's like i don't know duh, duh, duh. went in front of the house the police is here they're taking the they're about to take the body out on the stretcher i'm just like bro what what whoa what the you know so <sighs> so i'm like bro i gotta leave church but the thing is i didn't feel like telling people like what was going on with me at church so i found this one nigga that i really normally don't even talk to but i told this thing my bro i need to go home i know my parents would not have taken me because they i don't know i feel like stuff that's going on in my life they ain't really never take it serious i personally feel there's never a time that like Everything stopped. You feel me? The world stopped because something was going on with Justin. I never felt it. But that happened with like other, like my other siblings, you know? It is what it is, though. We don't hold it against them. It is what it is. But, anyways, that's kind of, that's how I felt back then. So I was like, nah, I can't tell him. So I just asked this random nigga. I was like, bro, I'll give you $20. And he was like, okay, I'll take you. You know what I mean? Give that. That was well more than enough. <laughs> but I just, I didn't have no time for niggas to be arguing with me or like trying to negotiate or something like that. No, nigga, I'll give you $20, bro. Take me here. You feel me? Drop me off. You can go home. He's like, all right, cool. So we went there. I went, dropped off, linked up with this nigga RJ and everybody else, like all like the niggas, right? And we trying to put the freaking puzzle together. Like, bro, like when was the last, what the last time he said thing to you? When's the last time people seen him sad? When's this? When's that? Just trying to connect the dots. And we try to come up with the answers, but there's no way we don't ever come up with the answers, you know? Because there's only one person that has the answer. But one thing did happen that he um, was kind of like a sign. He, he killed himself in his brother's room. His brother was older than him, but his brother had like special needs a bit. You feel me? And like he was favored a little bit from like when I was there chilling and stuff like that. <sighs> so that had to be like a sign, you know, because there's no way you gonna. Like, where you kill yourself got got to be a sign. Like, something got to happen. So, instead of you doing it in your room, you do it in your brother's room. You know what I mean? That's something. But, years later, this had to be, I believe this was 2012, probably. Years later, still don't know the, still don't know it. But, man, buddy, I one of those smiles, though, bro. 
You know what I mean? For some reason, it's always those people that are like super happy with it that do stuff like that. It's wild. The thing is like, man, just be nice to everybody because you just never know. And definitely check on your friends and stuff that are smiling and laughing all the time, cracking jokes and all that. Check with them mentally too. Don't just assume that they're okay, bro, because a lot of people can carry that weight really, really well. And they're just waiting for somebody to ask them how they doing. How you feel this morning? How you feel today? How's your week been? How's your month been? How's your year going? Like, How do you feel spiritually, mentally, physically? You know, like anything going on in your head that like might be financially, that too. Definitely that. Ask your friends, family members, all the people that you that you love and care about. Like, yo, how you doing financially? Like, you all right? Like, anything going on? Whoop de whoop. Like, how's the if they're in a relationship like that? How's a significant other? Like, how's that love going? How you feel? How's the love with the family? How's the love with the friends? You know, just stuff like, like you got dig deep. Don't give those people cashier talks and when i say cashier talks you know what it is when you're going through through walmart or something and they're like hey did you find everything okay like yeah how you doing good how you doing good beep 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 all right so your total is 32 23 All right, thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. That's it, bruh. Don't give those cashier type of talks to your friends and people that you love and really truly care about. Because those people, when they say that, like, how's your day going? It's kind of like a, it's not really an open invitation to, let me just pour out what I really feel, how I'm really doing. It's just a real quick, like, yo, I'm at work. I don't know you. You don't know me. And we're just going to keep it pushing. You feel me? I'm good. When has the last time you went to a cashier person? They said, like, I'm not doing good. Actually, having a bad day. Like, like never, bro. I never had one, bro. Like, ever. No one has ever told me they were, um, they were doing bad. So don't keep, don't, so don't keep that light conversation with, your friends and your loved ones. I'm not saying have those conversations, deep conversations every single day or every time you see them. But definitely have them more often than not. Like once a month or something like that, you know, just to check, see what's up. A lot of things can happen in 30 days, 31 days, man, a lot. And suicide is not something that just like, boom, that just happens right away. You feel me? Not not that I know of, you know. But I know it's like built up. Man, like it's wild, man. Like protect y'all, man. <clears throat> protect them. And with your family, too. Like this is this is same as my family. I think like a lot of people's families like this. This is kind of like the same thing. People put on that that fake persona in a way that everything is good 
when everything's not good. Like they're probably struggling financially like a mug. Struggling with their marriage or struggling with anxiety, depression, or whatever the case might be. Like they don't know how to shake it. But when you guys link up for like Thanksgiving or family reunion or anything like that, everybody's of course going to be smiling. Everybody of course going to be waving like the Queen Elizabeth. Like everybody's going to be straight hugging, high fiving. Cracking jokes this, that, and the third, but the whole time, man, they're like, bro, they going through it. So I know, like, with my family whole joint, like, whenever we link up, bro, everybody always asks how everybody's doing. Everybody always good. Everybody always great. Everybody always, you know, I mean, like, messy jazzy. Gasage. You know what I mean? Like, that's some French I was just saying, but yeah, man, like, like, there's no way y'all always doing good. And me just being aware because I'm not always doing good. I'm very aware when I'm not feeling it, bro. I'm just not feeling it. I'm going to keep it 100 and be like, man, I'm all right. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like, bro, like, who really, who really cares in a way? Y'all ever seen that um that video? I'm gonna try to play it for y'all. See if I can find it real quick. And this is <clears throat> this is like a man, like it's like a man talking. Try to put it to the mic for y'all. Oh shoot. Nah, because I don't think I got it on here. Let me see if I can I can open it a different way. No, nah, I don't think I can. Yeah, we just get play it right here. I'm putting on the mic. Probably not the best quality, but you don't get the picture. You ever ask a man how he's doing and he says, I'm alright. I'm here to tell you. That's deep, bruh. And I know that thing that I seen on Instagram, I felt that. That 80% rising, bro, like of suicide attempts, bro. I feel it, bro. And I promise you, a hundred percent of those people felt like that. At the end of the day, nobody fucking cares. But the thing is, if you going through that and you listen to this, bro, there's at least one person that really cares. Straight up, man. There's at least one. And they showing you love some way. It might not be super big or nothing like that. 
but they are there for you. And if you pull them to the side, and sometimes it's not about them asking you, are you all right? Sometimes you gotta be, you gotta be vulnerable, man. You gotta be open. And be like, hey, man, like, or it can might be your sister, your friend, someone that you haven't talked to in a long time, but like. It was always great vibes and it was always on a deeper level. You just had this different feeling about that person. Whoever that person might be, you might have to reach out to them. Be like, hey, man, like. I just need someone to talk to. Just say those words, man. I just need someone to talk to. And just vent to them, bro. Just really vent to them. Just lay it all out there. Because sometimes it's not even about like you need an answer to something. Sometimes it's just like you just got to let it out. You just need two set of ears just to Listen. They most likely don't even got the answer. No matter what they say, for the most part, maybe, I want to say probably like 80%, 90% or something like that. No matter what they say, they're not going to change how you, how you feel at the moment. But they can assist. They can help just a little bit. At the end of the day, you still got to do it yourself and turn your life around. And you can do it. But I know when it's bottled up like that, you got to just let it out. So, man, definitely let that joint out, man. For real. And also they're saying in the in the, in the caption, man, I was kind of going in, man. They said, you know, like we going down. I'm pretty sure y'all might be thinking about therapists and stuff like that. That just says something about that. A little bit lower in the caption, it says. There is also a lack of black therapists to speak to young black men about the hardships they face. No matter how well-meaning a non-black therapist is. They can't relate because they haven't lived or walked. In those footsteps. And a lot of. Us blacks. The way that we walk bro. We don't even have the answers bro. Or. Nobody wants to even help in a way. People that walked it. Similar to us like our uncle. Or older friend. Or anything like that. They don't share the knowledge or how they even got through like a breakup. Because every nigga know, bro, that first real breakup, bro. <sighs> bro. Your heart feel like it freaking imploded and exploded out your motherfucking chest. It ain't no joke, bro. I been through it. And trust me, when I say that, suicide thought definitely creeped in there, bro. 
multiple times on multiple occasions, bro. Because a heartbreak, you go through for months. Man, bro, that is freaking dangerous, bro. It's little things like that people don't really, um, really try to help on. That little thing, people just think it's kind of like whatever. But nah, bro, kind of like I tell you that story earlier about that one dude that went in front of his baby mama's house. He had like two kids, I think, blew his heads off right in front of her house. That's off a heartbreak, man. But heartbreak stuff is serious. It ain't no joke. So, like, you didn't have your uncle, because I'm sure your uncle went through it, or whoever, older friend, whatever the case is, and they don't relate it back to you because they know you going through it and just be like, yo, bro, it's going to be straight. It's going to be all right. Trust. Like, bro, you see me, you feel me? I bounce back with a with a better girl or, you know what I mean, um, my life is going better or my life is doing better mentally whatever the case is you're doing better so sh- sh- shine that light on that person i remember my cousin dave was going through it and i know he really truly liked this girl they together now more life to them more life to their relationship but when they did break up man he was going through it i know he was going through it i don't gotta freaking know the situation what really went down I just know that they broke up And I know that he really Liked this girl And I'm like bro I already know what he's going through So let me go over there And just Spend time with this nigga And not even really talk about her Just to Let's just Give him some good vibes Some good energy Stuff like that man To me that's real bro That's real love you ain't got to ask what someone wants or someone needs or, you know, something like whatever you need, just call me or whatever you need, just text me, whatever you need, just come over, whatever you, nah, nigga, what you going to give to that person that's going through it? But that's real love, bro. Like you understand what someone's going through. You go out there and reach out to them. Because them being real effed up at the moment, they ain't thinking about talking to anybody and communicating and doing all that hell nah they're over there crying and thinking the worst of the worst so be that little light there that just shine a little bit that's real bro all that other stuff is goofy man man And with me talking like the way that I'm talking and everything like that, people are like probably questioning like, man, Justin, have you been through it or something like that? And a hundred percent I have. Let me share this with y'all. Let me take a swig of this water. <clears throat> Yo, this gonna be deep. All right. Going in, man. Honesty right here. Vulnerability right here. All right here. This is my story. This is my deep, close to suicide type story. All right. So, man, it's a heartbreak story. (laughs) I can laugh about it now because 
I fully healed from it, man. I went through the emotions, man. I let the emotions run through me. I looked back at it, analyzed it. You know what I mean? And I'm at peace with it. I made peace with myself, not necessarily the other person. I don't care about the other person. I really care about myself, man. We forgive the other person, though. Definitely. No grudges over here. No bitterness. No ill will. Nothing like that. But yeah, the other person dead to me, though. But shoot, let me go on and get into this story. All right. So it's about... Two thousand nineteen, early in the year, January, early, like the first month. You feel what I'm saying? So it's kind of going off the thing that I even said pre. Like, man, I'm trying hard, trying harder, and everything like that. But for some reason, bro, I just felt like she wasn't in it. Like, and I don't know why. I just like, bro, like I'm trying and this and that. And then another thing too, like I felt like she would do certain things. Just to really F up my day Like let's say like It's a Thursday right The Thursday is going smooth Everything's good You feel me Everything's great You know we doing a relationship thing Everything on 10 The next day Damn near in the morning She'll hit me with I don't think we should do this And I I just know I remember this one day bro Like I woke up In my bed Like she left like late In my bed Woke up and I read that message. I just instantly just start crying. Instantly, bro. Just like, boom, whole day effed up. Man, I was, bro, I didn't get out of bed, bro. Like nothing. I thought, and the thing was, it was a voice message. So it wasn't like I read it. Nah, I had to play it in word for word. It unraveled and it said that. F my whole day up, bro. For real But anyways a lot of back and forth Going back and forth you know basically Not knowing my worth at the time Crying and be like no let's just talk This down the third whoop de whoop A lot of that stuff was going on but We we don't get straight to the Straight to the point Straight to yeah the suicide Point of the story I'm just giving y'all a little Like build up you feel me A little background content If you will so y'all can picture it a bit I have my own place too You feel me So This particular day I was at work This one I work at the bank And I was a teller For Wells Fargo Still working at Wells Fargo Hey shouts to my employer I mean my sponsor Cause they sponsor the pod And they make it possible For me to put out this podcast and all the other ones. Hey, shouts to Wells Fargo one time. But um, anyways, so I'm working at Wells Fargo, a teller at the at the time, and I get a text message from her saying basically, like, I wanna do this no more, whoop de whoop, stuff like that. And I'm like, bro, we're just having a good day. Like, where the hell is this stuff coming from? This is what I mean when they she was doing this on purpose. You know it'll F up my day. And women, 
be conniving like that, bro. Like I'm telling you, they really be doing that stuff. But anyways, bro, um, especially if you give them the power. And I gave her all the power in the world, bro. I had zero power at the time. She had all 100%. And she knew that. But anyways, that happens. I'm like, bro, what the hell, right? <laughs> Man, I'm my mind's going racing. And that's good as towards like the end of my shift, too. Because sometimes she even did it in the beginning of the shift. You feel me? And like, I couldn't leave work and go talk to her. And she knew that. So it was like, it was like, you're just really like suffering for those like, eight hours at work because you can't leave you feel me and she's at work too so it's like damn but anyways um so this particular day at work going through it and i hit up my friend rj i'm like hey bro i don't want to go home like, I didn't want to go to home, bruh. I was, like, going through it right now. Whoop-de-whoop, this, down the third. He was, like, I Well, shoot, I'm about to go to the mall. You want to roll with me? I was, like, yeah. So, I met the nigga at the mall when I got off of work. And this was a Saturday. So, I got out at 2 p.m. Because the bank closed early, early on Saturdays. So, I probably got at the, got at the, got to the mall probably at, like, 334 or something like that Got there I was crying on my way to the mall Like in the car right Just going through it Get to the mall you feel me Got thugged out got be a thug And whatnot from my friends Yeah that's my friend you feel me So I wiped my tears blew my nose Tried to put it as smooth as possible And then I had like shades too so like I put on my sunglasses And whatnot going to the mall Link up with this nigga you know what I mean what's up and he's like, yo, what's going on? I was like, you know what I mean? Just, you know what I mean? Me and old girl going through it. Whoop de whoop. And he was like, oh, where'd I? Um, so we normally, whenever we go to the mall, it's like we buy shoes and everything. So this nigga went shoe shopping and stuff like that. And I, just, I was just trying to get my mind off of old girl, but my mom was on her. Ain't nothing in this world could have stopped me from Having my mind on her, bro. I don't give a damn what it was, bro. At the time, bro, was, I was going through it. We get done with the mall. Like, she finally, like, texts me back or something like that. And then, like, I call her, I believe. And I'm just like, bro, and, like, we're we're leaving the mall. <clears throat> like, I remember the door and everything that we walking through, bro. Arrowhead Mall, man. <laughs> Arrowhead Mall. If you stay in Phoenix, you know, you know where that's at. We leave Arrowhead Mall. The door that's close to um, J.C. Penney's. So we leave the mall. And I'm walking through a double sliding glass doors. And we talking. I'm like, yo, like, why? You feel me? Like, why Why you feel like this, this, that, and the third? She's like, I don't know. I just don't want to be with you. Just uh, all this other stuff, right? I'm like, yo, can, can we talk, please? And basically damn near begging, bro, like, Begging When I say begging I mean that shit bruh Begging She's probably like Yeah yeah we, we can talk I don't know maybe she She could feel like She was really hurting me And her heart so softened up a little bit And like caved in and was just like Yeah okay we, we can talk We can talk later after I'm like done Chilling with my family or something Cause 
She was chilling with her. She was gonna chill with her family that day or something like that. So I still didn't want to go. I'm dropping a couple tears or whatever, right? I'm like, and I crying in front of my dudes, in front of RJ. I'm just like, bro, like give on, give me, a, give me a minute. I remember I was sitting down in, the, in at the bench right, right outside the glass sliding glass doors, with my head down, just dropping tears, bro. My nigga telling me He's like bro It's gonna be alright bro You're gonna be good You're gonna be straight Everything's gonna work itself out Something else Whoop de whoop And I'm just like Man at the time Like I said Like yeah I appreciate those words Definitely Cause you're You're connecting with me On an emotional level But at the end of the day I still gotta go through it And I was going through that mug But I greatly appreciate him Being there Cause that's that one person That was there and then want and didn't make me feel less than what I felt at the time, and I felt really, really low. He was like, "Bro, just just come to my house, bro. Don't even go home." And I was like, "All right." So we went to his house, and then we started watching. Um, we started watching a bo- boxing. I believe it was, I believe it was Manny Pacquiao versus versus Adrian Broner, or it was. Or it was Agent Broner versus somebody. Or it was just something. It was some boxing match. We went to his aunt's house. We were chilling at his house for a while. And then when the boxing match started, we went over there. So his aunt's house was like across the street. Went over there. And like my, like, like, bro, I couldn't even focus, bro. Like I was just losing control of everything. Like my mind, like, I, bro, a nigga was shaking. Couldn't even control, bro. Like I was just going through it, bro. It was just ridiculous. Then I'm like, bro, like, I'm going, like, I'm going home. You feel me? Like, bro, like, I, I didn't want to be around people. Because I didn't feel stable around people. I couldn't even, like, joke around nothing, bro. Like, if it was just me and that nigga RJ just, you know what I mean, watching TV or something, that's cool. But because there's other people, I was just like, bro, they looking at me, bro. They see I've been crying. You know, my mind just going through it, like. You know, so I had I had home. I call her. She don't pick up. And then I call her again. She don't pick up. I'm driving home damn near speeding. I don't even know why. Just speeding, bro. Now, this is this is the joint right here. This one get, starts getting crazy. So I'm driving down Grand going east on Grand. I'm leaving surprise going east on grand and i lived in um avondale at the time well really phoenix yeah i lived on west side of phoenix man and i lived at basically where the 101 and the i-10 meet and if you know where that's at you know where that's at you feel me so i'm going down grand going west about to hop on the i-10 i mean about to hop on the 101 south to get to my place So we on the phone talking I'm just kind of trying to figure out Like where is she coming from Like what's going on This down the third Whoop de whoop And she's just kind of like Blowing me off Like I ain't nobody Or nothing Like we ain't been through stuff Like I'm not the one that Helped her out Multiple times man I'm talking about like Like nobody else has helped before Dead serious and just blowing me off like I like all oh, that was nothing. Like she don't remember like what the hell I even done. 
I'm like, bro, I was there when nobody was there. You feel me? Like, yo, one time she got into a car accident, bro. I was there. Only, bro. For hours, man. And it was, I believe it was like the first day of college or something like that. Or that semester for college or whatever it was. One of those semesters. That joint happened, bro. She called me. Let me know that joint happened. Got into an accident. I'm like, oh, snap. Let me go and um hit my teacher up real quick. Because if you go to, if you miss the first day of like your college class, they damn near drop you. So I was like, what the hell? You feel me? Hit up the teachers real quick. Yo, I'm not going to be able to make it. Some emergency happened. Pulled up over there. Was there for hours, bruh. None of her family members came, bruh. Not a single one. You know, like, we can go on and on, but we're just going to leave that at that. Anyways, so you feel me? That stuff is running through my head. Like, are you serious? Like, I done this, 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 this. Like, and you can't even give me the time of day to take me serious and just talk to me on a real level. You can't take it as a joke and laughing with your family in the background and some other stuff. I'm like, what the hell? You know what I mean? And she basically just, I want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm already going through it, crying and saying all this, right? And then I was like, bro, I don't even want to be here no more. And this is right when I hop onto the freeway. And she's like, what does that mean? Or like, what are you talking about, Justin? Something like that. I'm just silent. Crying right Put the phone on my lap Just driving And she kept Saying my name You know what I mean So I put the phone back up And I'm just like Like I said I like I don't want to be here no more I mean I just want to die She's like don't say that You don't have those thoughts Or something like that You feel me One thing man Let's cut the story real quick. Uh, stop the story real quick. Bruh, don't ever say someone mental health is a joke, bruh. Like, or any, like, try to be like, yo, you don't, you don't have those thoughts or you're not like that. Like, only certain people can have depression or stuff like, man, everybody goes through it. Her just saying that was like, what? That's how you know you're taking it like a joke, right? That's how, like, I felt. I told her again, I was like, yo, I don't be here so now we get not like i said I hopped onto the freeway now i'm driving if you ever drive south on the 101 and it's olive like olive is coming up right you're passing you're passing um right before um northern and stuff you're about past olive olive on the freeway on the 101 like it goes over the street And I was about to run, like I see this, bro, very, very clearly. I was about to run through the barricade on the side of Olive and just jump on onto the street, like the normal street. You feel me? I was going like eighty. I was just thinking of it, man. I should do it right here. I should do it right here. I should do it right here. This is exactly what I was thinking about. <clears throat> So like I go to basically about to do it right because I'm I'm on the I'm at the lane next to the um, HOA 
HOV lane. I get to the lane that's like the closest to the barricade, but I don't do it, yo. I drive and then I pull over to the to the side and just stop the car, like you know, slam the brakes. Like this is like a little dirt passage right next to the freeway. Slam my brakes. You feel me? On the dirt. Stopping, just like sat there and just crying. Just crying, bro. Like going stupid crying. You know, she calling me and everything like that, not really trying to talk. And she basically just saying, like, you know, like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there for you. And all this. Because now she sees, like, now she really feeling like a nigga serious, bro. She was taking it like a joke the whole time. <sighs> Anyways, she was like, I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there soon, or whatever the case is. And so I just drive home slowly, don't take the freeway, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, you don't even care. And, like, I hanged up on her. I was living with my cousin. Sam was living with me at the time, my younger cousin, Sam. So I called this nigga. I'm like, bro, hey, man, like, what you doing? He's like, man, I'm getting ready to head out, man. It's my my friend um Michael's birthday whoop de whoop and I was like hey man do me a big favor don't leave and he was like what do you mean I was like bro I don't want to be alone I don't know bro I'm going through it whoop de whoop this time the third is basically telling this thing like yo nigga please don't leave please don't leave me alone please don't leave me alone type of thing right so whoa 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 like bro like nigga you straight you straight I'm like bro don't leave bro please don't do it. Just please don't leave me. And this nigga don't. And I was like, yo, stay on the phone with me, whatever. I finally get to my apartment. Get up there. Man, right when I get back, right when I get through the door, bro, instantly start crying. And now this time, like she opened a, a gateway to a lot of things that I had bottled up in the inside. And. I just let it all out, saying it all out loud, like, yo, my, like, you know, I told you guys previously on that, like, I didn't get support from, like, my parents like that or anything like that, bro, like, they favored, like, my siblings more and stuff like that, you feel me, like, when I just told you about the story about, like, Travis and everything like that, you know, shooting himself in the head in his brother's room, like, that sibling favoritism thing is a real thing. But anyways, that's what I'm saying, man. I, yeah, I cross the door, start saying all this thing like, man, my parents don't love me. Man, nobody loves me, bro. Like, I'm here alone. You know, my girlfriend had time, whatever. I was saying like, yo, like, my girlfriend don't love me. Like, I'm by myself. Just all this stuff. Nobody gives a F, man. I be giving love. And people just throw that stuff in my face. And blah, 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 bro, going to hell in well, I'm telling you I'm bringing up every damn thing that was ever bottled up bro. I was bringing it in and the whole time I'm having an ugly face cry snot coming out my nose just going crazy bro just like you know what I mean not pounding on the wall but have my fist on the wall bro just yo I don't want to be here no more and all this other shit this nigga Sam man damn I love this nigga man I appreciate you nigga real talk this nigga grabbed me like grab me like a like a 
type of bear hug type of thing nigga i'm just saying all this stuff bro and just going crazy and bro like she opened the floodgates to something man something like i didn't want to open type of thing right it's like pandora's box she opened that mug and Man, I was just going crazy. Probably cried. Like, bro, I didn't take off my shoes, nothing, bro. I'm right there in the front of the door. The door's closed, but I'm crying, like, right there, nigga. I ain't even take, like, three steps in, four steps. I ain't in the living room, nothing, nigga. I'm, like, right there at the door, bro, just crying. And um, Sam there hold me, bro. We damn near, like, knees got weak, just fell to the floor, just sitting on at the wall sitting on the ground, back, like, on the wall, whatever, this nigga has his hand around me, just, bro, like, I love you, bro, like, you my brother, you my brother, don't ever get it twisted, man, like, I love you, you did so much for me, and just all this other shit, man, it was, it was dope, like, I needed that to get through what I was going through, man, because I'm telling you, man, I probably would have jumped off that balcony, yo, real talk, I was on third floor, I probably would have, Cause I was going through that motherfucker, bro. Cause I don't think I could like shoot myself or something like that. But jumping, like, yeah, I could see like that happening. You feel me? So I'm happy he was there for me not to even do that. Man, <sighs> yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. Yeah, you know I mean, like, just to finish out the story, cause I can't just leave you off a cliffhanger like that. Like, bro, like, what happened with the girl? Da, 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 da. Sigh. So, later on that day, I mean, later on that night, because this is, like, nighttime, bro. This is probably, like, 11, 12, something like that. Um, She calls Sam, and she says, like, hey, did Justin get there, get home? And Sam was like, yeah, but I really feel like he really needs you. Like, he needs you. And she was like, I'll be there. I'll be there, whatever the case is. Let me remind you, bro. This girl, I was about to call her a bad name, whatever, but bro, we vibe here in a different frequency right now. It is what it is. Ain't no nigga bitter over her. You know what I mean? Even though she's dead to me, but. Hey, it is what it is. So, anyways, she ain't pull up until like probably like an hour or hour and a half later or something like that. I did one of the stupidest things too, bro. This was so stupid. I don't even know because she had the power, right? And I wanted it to change to my favor. And I was trying. I went to the extreme thing. She was so goofy of me to do. It is what it is. You live and you learn. Man, so I grab a knife, right? Because I'm done with the whole, like, suicidal thing, right? Like, because after me, after I cried all that out, spoke all that um, young trauma, mental stuff I, I dealt with and bottled up, after I said it out loud and with crying through it, like, I was good. I was good. I was still sad about, like, you know, the relationship at the time and what stage it was at. But the whole suicide attempt thing, I was straight. But I was thinking... That's the last thing that she remembers. So I got still kind of keep that um, same mask on. Right. So she comes. 
she comes at like one or something like that. In my head, I'm like, yo, I got I got I to put something together. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I'm going to grab a knife and like act like I'm going to have it on my, on my throat. You know what I mean? Type of thing. And have it in my hand just like shaking or something like that. So like, <laughs> so goofy. So like I go in my room, turn off the light and like I'll sit in that first. But then I was like, nah, 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 nah. I'm a. I'm gonna lay down. So I like lay down, have the knife to my throat in a way. And like, I'm laying like on my stomach, right? She comes in tipsy or something like that, drunk. I don't even know. She stumbles over me and stuff like that. Damn near almost stabbed myself, bro. Like, almost stabbed myself in the neck, bro. Cause she like stumbled over my damn arm. And my arm like ganks up, almost stabbed myself in the neck, yo. Like, oh man, it was crazy. Then, anyways, bruh, then after that, like, she was like, why you even have that there? Blah, blah, blah. Then she wanna question my mental health, bruh. That is so bad. When someone says you, you, they're depressed, don't be like, nah, you're not depressed. You're not that type of person. Or just brush it off like it ain't shit. You know what I mean? And that's what she was doing. She's like, why you even have that knife? Blah, 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 blah. Even though I was fronting at that time. But not that whole day. The whole day, like, nah, that was some serious. But that time I was kind of like straight. Still sad though. Hella sad. Um, She was saying that. I was like, what? So me being me, I'm like, bro, I have to prove it, right? So I put this mug, right? Not at my throat though. <laughs> I put the knife in my like in the palm of my arm. I'm digging in it, and in my head, I'm like, "Bro, please try and take the knife away from me, <laughs> right?" I don't want to cut myself, but I cut myself just to prove a point. I'm going all the way, right? So I'm doing that, and she takes the knife from me. I'm like, "Cool, right?" But I still gotta keep the straight face, like, you know what I mean? Like, nah, give me that knife back. I want to end it type of thing. And she actually takes it away, which is cool. Um, So we just, now we talking, you feel me? Basically going through it, talking, saying all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And whatnot, trying to work things out. Really didn't work nothing out, nigga. We didn't even go to sleep, nigga. So we, nigga was talking and arguing and doing our shit for like six, seven hours straight. Don't know how niggas did it. Niggas just did it, bro. It was it was wild, yo. I was like, what the hell? Niggas is crying, all types of stuff. Thought we worked it out, but didn't work it out that day. But I did because the power shifted away because she's at my place. Now, because she's at my place, the, the ball's in my court. She ain't talking over the phone or nothing like that. Now the power shifted to me, and I felt it. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. So then I lay shit down. I'm like, yo, it's not going to be like this. not going to be like that, blah, 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 this and that, blah, blah, blah. Put my foot down, and she had nothing to do but agree with it. So after that, when she left, I was still going through it, and I was fronting about putting my foot down. I was just saying some shit. Hopefully she, like, agreed to it. But I guess the way that I did it convinced her, and she agreed to it, and we're straight just for a little bit couple like days after that weeks months after that whatever but yeah man but that's the story bro that's my um damn near close suicidal story and it didn't happen off of nothing 
financial or nothing like that, but it was definitely, um, you know, a relationship at the time. And I feel like with men, like living in this world, like other people just look at us like we're supposed to be invincible, like Superman. Like we're, even though we don't move all the time off emotions, and women move off emotions more often than men, don't mean that we don't got emotions. Don't mean that we're not depressed or have anxiety or anything like that. Like, bro, every man, every single man, all men, every single one, have been through depression. If not, they're going through this right now. Have anxiety, all that, bro. I'm telling you, I promise you, every single per, every single one. So, women, please be careful with your words and what you say. Try to make it seem like we just ball this stuff up and we'll be straight. No, bro. A lot of stuff really, really go down. And after all that stuff happened, right, with my situation, I end up being at my mom's house and stuff. Uh, this is a financial thing that went down. I couldn't afford my apartment no more. Whoop de whoop. Cut the conversation short. Cut the story short. And something that really helped me out because I was dealing with heartbreak at the time. I broke up with her. You feel me? She was going, doing all that stuff and just extra just like bro i can't put myself through that no more like that night i can't go through it again i i couldn't and i know like i told you she knows certain things she knew what would get me there and i know she was playing with it like she loves seeing me suffer for some reason it is what it is and Ended that at my mom's house, financially messed up, mentally, self-esteem, just everything. Y'all didn't have no car. I was, I was driving my mom's car. A lot of things were downhill, bro. Sleeping in a guest room at my mom's house, going through it, yo. But I do got to recommend this book that helped the nigga out, bro. Oh, my goodness. When I was going through it, nigga, I was crying at night, crying to sleep, wake up in the middle of the night, crying wake up just thinking like yo i ain't good enough less than yo nigga going through it but there is this book man shout out to charlemagne the god shouts to my man lowercase g you know what it is and the t-h-a you know what i mean charlemagne man shouts shouts to that man bro when I get to meet him, I'm going to thank him so much and have him sign my book. I went to Barnes & Noble, got this book. Ain't even think about it, nothing like that. It's a second book. It's called Shook One. It's about anxiety and stuff. I got this book right here. And it just helped. Let me get it real quick. Hold on. Yup, right here. Shook one. Anxiety playing tricks on me. Bruh. This book is so legendary to me, bro. It helped me out so much because you would think somebody in his position 
or whatever is um is like they don't deal with that or not even nothing close or anything like that man bro this nigga opened up the book thinking that his wife was cheating on him no this nigga opened up the book thinking that his dick wasn't big enough bro like it's 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 wild man but everybody has um had that thought about that and stuff like that but i do recommend that book bro shook one by charlemagne the god man that book helped me out no car driving my mom's car at lived at my mom's house worked two part job worked two part-time jobs i was working at wells fargo as a teller part-time and i was working at sans kia in surprise washing cars part-time money was messed up no car nothing like i was saying just down bad so yeah you can just know but ladies and other people please be aware of the things that you say to men out there we going through it we do go through it y'all go through certain things but we go through stuff as well and for the most part nobody really cares or they make it a small deal when it's a really big deal and if you're a woman or even a man men at that you know that you can do certain things to like really push somebody over the edge don't do that bro that's messed up don't do that for real be a better person than that sit down with the person offer respect to their face and let them know what it is at the end of the day it's gonna hurt but if you're real with it and you're honest with it and you don't want to be with that person, whatever the case might be, and just be really nice with it as much as possible. It goes a long way rather than just blowing the person off and then questioning their their mental health and stuff like that. That's really effed up. And that's like a, a scum of the ground. Like that's grind ball type of stuff, bro. Like you, you something else. Like you want to watch someone kill themselves or something like that? Like it's not even cool, man. For real. Or be the reason at that. But. Whew, that was a lot. <clears throat> and I normally don't even. Say that story. To people or anything like that. I just let it be known like yeah I've been through it. But I never like give detail like that. <clears throat> I know it's not for. At the time for everybody to know. Or anybody I run into you feel me. But. I want my podcast to be honest, vulnerable. You 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 can sense and feel my vulnerability and for me to just be so open. Cause everything I everything I've told you guys and what I'm going to tell you guys even later on in more episodes, like bro, it's all honest truth. And I've been through it and I have healed. I have 
did the work to be able to speak it the way that I, the way that I speak and lay down the story with great detail and be okay to tell the story because I've healed. I replayed the story multiple times and flipped it frontwards, backwards, side to side, right, left. You feel me? Diagonal, everything. Let the motion run through me and went forward and I was straight. So I'm going to leave y'all with this, man. No matter what someone's going through, man, don't. Don't question them like that. And always be nice as much as possible, bro. I know everybody has like they bad days or whatever, but really a simple high. A real, truly genuine, how are you doing for real can go a long way. Not no cashier, how are you doing? A real, how are you doing? Can go a long way, especially with your loved ones and everything like that. You just never know. Someone can have all the things that you might think their life is going so great. Like Charlemagne the God, I ain't know he went through the things that he went through. And he, he has multiple stories up in here, bro. Like his girl cheating, um, feeling like a failure to his wife, all this stuff, man. The book is great. And he gives a lot of great detail in it, man. For real. It's it's amazing. And recently there was a Miss, I think Miss America, Miss United States or something. She recently jumped off her New York penthouse thing. I know other women might think like, oh, my goodness, she had it going on and she was Miss United States. And, you know, she's so beautiful and da, 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 whoop, de whoop, this down the third man. She probably felt alone like nobody was there. Not even friends, family, no matter what, if she got all that stuff. That crown, you feel me? That ribbon, whatever the case might be, the bread. could be a real lonely world so just be careful you feel me before i leave I just want to tell y'all this man two ways you can go about this bro fear you look at it two ways i hope y'all look at the second way the first way is forget everything and run or face everything and rise and that's exactly what i did to be in the position that I'm at right now. I faced everything. Every single situation. Every single insecurity. Everything. Faced it. And pushed up. Rised up. And you feel me? Just like. Batman has risen or whatever. Bro. Justin Bless has risen. And that's how we do it man. I'm going to leave y'all. If you going through it. Here's a number to the hotline. You feel me? I'm definitely putting it in the description for this podcast. And no matter where you are at the world, I'm going to try to put as much information as possible in there. And hopefully um, maybe a stranger could help you better than like somebody that you know. Because your life is important. Your life is valued. And if you listen to my podcast, man, you're definitely valued by me. You feel me? 
it's like it's like a semicolon. I believe it's it's a sign for um suicide awareness. Cause that's the period, I mean the sentence was gonna stop right there. But it didn't. You added that comma and you kept going. And please keep going. This is the number right here. 800 273 8255 Again, that's 800-273-8255. They have English, Spanish, available 24 hours, 365 days a year. You feel me? No matter when, no matter when, where, what, what's going on, whatever the case is, man, if you truly feel like you don't have that one person, like I was saying, that really genuinely shows love and really love you in a way that I really truly hear you out. They got people on there that have been saving lives for a very long time. So, again, that's 800-273-8255. Again, remember, fear, the second fear, face everything and rise, man. I appreciate y'all for listening. Appreciate y'all listening to me being vulnerable, not judging me and being there with me, hearing me out. And you see where I'm at right now and the type of frequency I'm vibrating at right now. And all I can do is just wish more life for every single person, man. You can get it. You can make it happen. Man, it actually felt good, like, really saying that out there, man. I'm putting it out there to the world, man. I felt great. All the black young men out there that's going through it, man. Keep y'all head up, man. Keep y'all head up, man. So let's go out on some positive vibe positive things and a great music you feel me you ready man let's let's go on and get it man like let's 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 end great let's end great because this is a song that i was listening to while i was going through my thing and it helped me out tremendously so let's go let's go that's how we're gonna close it out man Yeah. Hey, come on, man. Yo, put your hands in the air and just like feel it, bro. Just feel the vibe and the passion that Bob Marley talking, man. Let's go. Yes. Feeling your soul. Feeling your mind. You getting them goosebumps? I'm getting them goosebumps right now. Yeah, I feel y'all, man. I'm here for y'all. I'm vibing with y'all. I love y'all. Y'all, I'm hugging myself. And this hug is universal. It's hugging you as well. Yes. Tell them, Bob. Tell them. Gotta drop a tear. No woman, go ahead. No that positive tear, that let go. No Tears. Woman, no yes. Say, say, hey. Say, I remember when we used to sit. Hey. In the government yard in trench Yeah. Hey. hey, I'm smiling at you right now. 
big smiles. Good friends we have, oh good friends we've lost. Hey, we lost some good friends, R.P. Travis B. I love you, bruh. Hope I'm making you proud. In this bright future, you can't forget your past. Hey, don't forget, but learn from but it. Dry your tears. Dry your tears. Come on, man. Ladies and gents. No woman, no cry. Get it? Hey, hey. Uh. Dear little darling, don't shed no, no tears. tears. Hey, no woman, no This make me feel even better, bro. Damn, this song lifts me up, man. Hope this lifting you up as and well. Would make the fire Yo. Damn, Mar Marley legend, bro. Somebody to somebody. Real talk, man. I remember Woo. when we used to sit. Let's go. In the government yard in Trenchtown. And then Georgie would make the fire light. Man, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Push on 
God push on through, man. Everything's gonna be alright. Everything's gonna be alright. Everything's gonna be alright. Everything, everything, everything. Shed no tears, man. You gonna be straight. Yeah, all my young niggas out there, you gonna be alright. You got this, man. You smart, you funny, you handsome. Let's get it. Don't shed no tears, bruh. Sir Beautiful, that was beautiful, man. I hope y'all had a great, wonderful time. I appreciate y'all for being here with me this very moment because you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, Justin Bless, man. And that's all she wrote. You feel me, Justin Bless, Justin Bless, nothing less.